Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to Bashmania. This podcast brought to you by our friends at Attack. Attack is a training app for competitive athletes so that you level up with AI. Attack offers custom-built programs for you to reach your goals and guided workouts to execute the plan. Attack features all sorts of cool functionality from their leaderboard and various ways to compete with your friends and foes to awesome technique and training advice from some of the best athletes out there. Jordan Burroughs, Sarah Hildebrandt, Reese Humphrey, a bunch others. This app is just loaded with golden nuggets to increase your training and athleticism. Go download the Attack app, A-T-A-C dot app on social, A-T-A-C in the App Store. It's an amazing app. You don't want to turn out to be like Felters. So go download the app and start training. We are joined today by Mr. Felters of the Willie Flow trial fame. I feel like that was like your coming out party because you tried staying behind the scenes for so long and then you got dragged into the public because of your text messages. <laughs> I never even heard it. I just got, I saw the uh, back and forth and kind of Felters thing kind of, kind of stuck. It was kind of like on the same time that I think uh, Zach channels took off and then yep. happy hours kind of ramp up at the same time but you know th- thanks for having me you know it's uh a pleasure to be you know joined by a such a big penn state fan and supporter <laughs> well you're like the perfect guy for this show because i'm you know i'm obviously very penn state biased and you're extremely iowa biased but no, one- that's what you think that's what you think I'm- no and and i'll I'll tell you why I think where bias hurts and harms wrestling or helps wrestling community very much. So is not only bias, but we're biased because we know things and everybody has a tin hat on when they think they know something like I was talking to Nick Lee a couple of weeks ago. He was saying he's not wrestling because he couldn't get cleared from COVID protocols. All the duck tweets start. And uh, is Nick Lee ducking this and that like. And when you know what's happening, that's obviously not only a bias, but you're privy to the information. And there is a real thing right now in this sport where you have people ducking left and right. We also assume so many things in this sport. Well, I think I think is there's a couple of components to that. Um, I think as fans were, you know, we, we want to see what we want to see. So we're selfish, but from a standpoint of being entertained, right. Um, you know, that Rivera and, and Nick Lee match would obviously been a great match to watch Dude. for wrestling, it, it, but it also allows you to market events in a bigger way. Right. You know, like, yeah. I mean, remember was it three years ago, four years ago when Spencer didn't wrestle uh, Rivera at yeah. Northwestern, how big a deal that was at the time and, and how many assumptions were made that, you know, across the board at, at the end of the day, 
if they wrestle in the duel, they don't wrestle in somebody's meets. If they're not ready at the end of the year, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So there's a lot of components goes into it. I think, um, you know, do you think, think when coaches rest somebody, it's do you consider that ducking? Well, it just depends, right? Like here, here's the other, the other side of that component is is that with this seeding out to 32 or 33, every, it, there's no guesses where you're going to fall in the, the bracket. Like, yeah. okay, I've commented on an opponent, and so when the calculation comes out, you can compute pretty closely to where okay, if, if I've commented opponent win or this guy, how much am I putting at risk if I would lose? Yeah, and and that's impacting a lot a lot of the. I think the decisions are not decisions to wrestle, but at the end of the day, the hard thing to, to stomach, you know, and it's like, like this with everything is, is that when COVID was going on, everybody wanted to wrestle, just let us wrestle, let us wrestle, work really hard to get back there. And then when there's clearance to get back, then it's like, uh, now that we have the choice and it's kind of, you know, uh, it's not taken away from us. Now we're just going to be selective when we go or not. And yep. uh, that's, that's kind of disheartening thing. Um, and, and as you know, the one and only Shane Sparks said this before, <laughs> you know, is, is as hard as these guys train and put in like to not go out there and compete, man. I agree. I just, and I know I fall victim to it and, and some of it, I, and I think you do the same thing. I, I do at times, even if you don't think someone's ducking, it's still fun to razz somebody like I don't know if Michich ducked this weekend, but I put some tweets out there like having fun with it. But you know, yeah, but then you're, you're the same guy when someone says about Nick Lee and have fun with it, then you get then then uh, you get sensitive about it. To a degree, yeah. I think that's what sports is, though. You get like you're more oh, there's only one person I went after the ducks, and that was Glory. <laughs> uh, well, and and the reason that it was is a couple of components. It was, you know, he was pretty vocal on on social media last year when Ivy League didn't get a wrestle on how he would do this and this and this when he gets back. Um, listen, he's a phenomenal competitor, phenomenal wrestler. There's no doubt about that. And then it came like, okay, he didn't make weight at Iowa. He didn't make weight. I mean, and, and the, the interesting thing for me was it's kind of like eye-opening, you know, and, and get to the kale thing. Now, do you know I, he didn't make weight or is that like rumor? 100%. And then when the coach comes out and says, well, we're only getting ready for one way, like, like, you, you didn't just set it on T for me. You like put the watermelon like on <laughs> and gave me the bat. Right. And, and I do think it's a tough cut for him. And I think you saw that maybe in Vegas on, on the second day of the first match. But so when he came back and he didn't wrestle Camacho, you know, and, and it looked like maybe Dubuque, uh, which Harrison and uh, glory three out of 30 had COVID that, that weekend. I mean, I jumped on it. It was like, okay, are you, or you want to be the guy or not? Because for me yeah. right now, Glory's Glory's a clear number one. And he comes back, beat up on Courtney. And people say, well, it wasn't a weight. Courtney was the national, uh, returning national runner, period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't close. Yeah. I, and I, I, yeah, agree. I, know, I know you're a Vito fan too. And I know they wrestled before, but when's the last time we see Vito wrestle? I think he wrestled maybe one or two matches at the duels. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm curious your thoughts because I tweeted this out last week and I stand by it. I, I do wish there's more transparency, even for Penn State. I, I tell them all that. Like, do you think it hurts or would help if coaches come out and say right out of the gate, hey, Roman's not wrestling today or this weekend or whatever? No, but I think I think they don't owe that. I mean, that that's selfishly as, as a fan. And no, I want agree that. that they, we they want don't. that for us. But right yeah. now, like at the end of the day, 
and, and you got to also look at all the components of it's not it's not the thing anymore if, if kids get pissed off or parents get pissed off or whatever that you know they can pick up and they're gone tomorrow we've seen that happen you know like you know yeah. look at nikki transfer portal you know but you they got to put their athletes in the end of the season is what you're judged on so whatever's going on in their camp whatever they think's best everybody might, may not agree with it on the outside they can speculate and everything else but you know if you're at the right everybody's making the right decisions for athletes it's a you got to respect what they're doing. I agree. And I'm curious as a fan, because even like when I know something and I don't put it out, it's out of respect strictly to the athletes and coaches, but it obviously does make for better fanfare when you know, who's wrestling and you see it with the NFL. It's a completely different world, but you see when someone says, here's our injury report. I don't know with wrestling, if it's because, Maybe they don't want somebody game planning for one guy or the other. Or like, I know so many of these coaches, we kind of talked about it leading up to Drake's redshirt being pulled, you know, like you were saying, well, they don't know anybody, anything like, but from a fan standpoint, you obviously always want to know. And from a media marketing standpoint, you definitely want to know who's going to be competing. So you can hype the matches, preview them. If we sit here and preview three matches that aren't going to happen, nobody wins. And so I don't think, coaches or athletes owe us anything but i do think it's for the better if we know that stuff well you can't depend on other people to i agree with that for the promotion of the sport you can't count on outside media sources of people to drive things unless you have transparency and, and get behind it right um but but outside of that uh the, the wrestling world thinks they're entitled to everything you know that yeah and and you know and, and Everybody's gonna have a different take. I mean, it's it's the epitome of like I said this numerous times. It's it's the epitome of what's it's you put whatever situation <laughs> or circumstances to whatever outcome you want personally, right? Yep. I mean, you know that being a Bills fan and all, you know, like probably need to change Dude. the overtime rules now. Like I, I'm so sick of hearing like everybody knew the overtime. Listen, I'm just gonna say this: everybody knew the overtime rules going into the game, right? And then one does go your way, not you personally, just you know everybody else, everybody bitches. Oh, we need to change the overtime rules. No, you knew here, what the rules he, were. But here, no, you knew he, the rules. Just like if you're wrestling, but, but you do tiebreaker. Whoever scored first gets choice, right? You you All they do. Need to the rules. You do need to evolve the rules. I think obviously it's easier to say this as a Bills fan, and we lost. I do think even if the Bills fans, if if, if the Bills won, I do think Bills fans would obviously not talk about it. But I think it's only fair that you give each team a shot at the ball. I was Greg Olson said today that 10 out of the last 11 teams in the NFL in the playoffs who won the coin toss won the game. That's a lot of luck coming down to a coin toss. So I do think both teams need to touch the ball. And then you once, get the whole thing but, about how many games they play and how long does that go and, you know, players union, all the other bullshit. And the, no, just in the playoffs, I think you do a fifth quarter. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. What did you, uh, why? Chenzo's trying to get in. Chenzo's trying to get in here. I mean, yeah, it's it's kicking him out. I mean, again. probably YouTube so, probably knows he's probably flagged. What did you think before we talk Penn State, Iowa? What did you think of Penn State, Michigan? I mean, because I saw you. I loved the so much for the Michigan National Championship era. No, that was pretty <laughs> harsh, right? But it's like, <laughs> well, and, and look at intermatch rankings. Like somehow they passed. They, they're number two in intermatch yeah. rank. Like, 
so that's all projections and I get all that like you know ending I thought I thought a couple things I thought and I've said this before talked to Jim Gibbons and and he made a comment that they really people forget how hard folk style wrestling is and when I say people forget guys that maybe were in folk style moved to international then they've came back right yeah so pretty much majority of Michigan's lineup yeah right and I think you saw that in a couple of matches like Brooks riding uh mean and, and mean had to get up the bottom like it's exhausting yeah. right and I thought there's some really gritty wins I, I <laughs> uh I'm gonna I think maybe the Kevin Jackson effects already in, in place in Michigan you know what I mean <laughs> like expound no, I mean, it's it's circumstance. I mean, there's three or four matches could have went either way. I thought Penn State performed. It was a, they obviously, it was a big, big moment for him. I don't know if it showed us how great Penn State is or maybe maybe everybody got a little bit too hyped for, for Michigan. Yeah, I really think obviously. Mid-seasons, Penn- it's always hard to tell this, right? Like, it's like, oh, it's if it goes your way, it's, oh, it's just a duel. We'll see at the end of the year. And if you kick the other team's ass, it's, you know, you're the dominant. So, again, it goes back to circumstance. It's the same thing we're going to do on Friday night, right? If Iowa loses, and let's say Drake loses, and that's the duel, well, we would have won if he had Spencer, right? I mean, but, see, what- I also don't care. I, I hate, from an individual standpoint, if you want to tell somebody, which I've never liked it when Gilman was on here, we laughed about, you know, the CU at Nationals thing. If Penn State loses, my mentality is not going to be, oh, can't wait for March. I'm going to be bummed that we lost the duel. I think they're the sport has made them separate. They're not one in the same. You still, you should want to win the duel and you should want to win in March. I, I don't like the mentality of like, oh, okay, we won this, but you know, the, well, the fact that we even this. have different rankings is wild. I like, can tell you this, was, both those programs, I just saw Flo's uh, preview or build up for the, the Oklahoma State, you know, four or five programs, every, every, every date's important to me to win. And, you know, they're not, they're not, oh, we're just going to, you know, sandbag the duel if we lose a duel. It's, it's a, it is a big deal. And the, 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 going back to the promotion thing, I think the Big, big Ten Network has done an absolutely unbelievable job. Yeah. Promoting Great the sport. job. Um, and that's a big driver. Seen a, I seen an interview with John Smith recently, and they asked him, well, when's Oklahoma State going to get back on top? And he goes, listen, people forgot 10 years ago that our conference got broke up. And, you know, we got to strengthen our conference. We're losing recruits. And I didn't really reflect on that, but Big Ten is pretty lucrative for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, and I'm a homer saying this, but like Friday night at Carver, you're not going to, you're not going to experience that anywhere else in the world from wrestling probably. And definitely not, definitely not NCAA. No, there's definitely a unique aspect to it. And I think there's a lot of different aspects. So that's what people, to, that drives, yeah. the, that drives brand. I mean, that's great for both programs, right? Well, you saw that Gable brand, even. Like Gable huh? came out and said, like, I've always wanted to wrestle in Carver. Thank you, Carver. Like he showed Carver the respect and he got the respect. Like he's obviously earned the fans respect big hey, time. But... Speaking of Carver, did you see Kale's uh, tro- tweets back that Legend. last night? Huh? Legend, Legendary. Dude, it was unbelievable. Like, oh, should I bring two left shoes? <laughs> kind of funny. No, the guy said you can't take me that, down. It's you funny have two that, left feet. It's funny sometimes the stuff that you know the guys are reading. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, don't think Kel Sanderson doesn't want to go in there just, piss, you know, stomp on every hawk. Like, 
ultimate competitor. Like, yeah, but they live for it. Yeah. And they're, and they're, when you're a coach, you're as competitive as an athlete. You're just not on the mat. Oh, I think right. it's. I so think let, let, let's talk Penn State, Iowa, because that's, that's the big duel Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Let's do a coin flip, but wait, we're going to start talking about it, though, because that it's always 25. And then we just, let's start like, uh, where you want to start? Let, you want to start in the middle? Yeah. So first off, let me, let me, let me set the record straight. While I am a wholeheartedly Hawkeye supporter uh, and maybe Homer in some instances, but as a wrestling, you know, lo- fan, lover, whatever <laughs> is, is what Kale, what Kale Sanderson and Penn State's done, not just from the winning standpoint, right? What, what they've, that program has done to evolve the total body of work for wrestling I mean, Tom Branson said this, you know, he's forced us, forced me to change and he yeah. look at things differently. I mean, you're looking at facilities that probably would have never got away. You're looking at RTCs, looking at funding. He's moved the needle in, in a way and he's been an innovator. And I think if you, if you want to be a, a guy with blinders on and not look, open your eyes and make excuses why, oh, Penn State's winning because they're cheating or doing this. No, they're innovative. They're thinking they thought outside the box. And listen, they push the sport forward a lot in yep. total. So yeah. you can't not respect what they've done at Penn State, not just from a performance standpoint, right? From a, from a, I'd say from infrastructure, from a business standpoint or evolving a sport. I mean, tip of the cap to them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it, I agree. You know what I mean, though? I mean, it's like, yeah, everybody, it's, it's easy to play the thing. Oh, they're doing this. No, no, you're just, tell, it, it's typical like, you tell somebody a way they could do stuff and they always want to tell you the reasons they can't happen versus, you know, making stuff happen. Do you, do you think part of the, I think there's a number of people like you who have a great business sense who give guys like Kale a lot of respect. Do you think there's a lot of wrestling media that doesn't because of the fact that he gives them nothing? Like he, he doesn't own- give, he doesn't, he doesn't owe him. I agree. But I'm saying, do you like, I feel like some of the media is salty because they don't get more access. So they don't like, they won't make the statement you just made. Cause it's almost like there's too much ego involved. Yeah. But, but if you look, step back and you look at the sport, right. Do you think, you know, I was building a new facility. I don't think it was probably much of a conversation point. So recruits started having an impact or feedback that facilities was important to them. Right. Yep. RTCs. Does it go that way? I mean, is, is the amount of fundraising done? Now that doesn't mean it's going to go across the board. People are like, well, we can't afford to do that. Well, that's again looking. There's, I think there's for me, there's like four to five programs every year that are competing for the national team title. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, look at you know, how many guys left the sport because they're making $14,000 a year versus now, you know, you know, I mean, Penn State paying insurance. I, I, I try to get the last <laughs> 990, but you know, it's only not 2019. It's good. I mean, that's 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 good for the total sport. Yeah, and as a competitor of, of people want to get better, you should appreciate it, not and, and embrace it, and better look to change. Or, yeah, you know, you're gonna keep watching Bo, you know, jump in Kale's arms, and you know all that other shit that happens. Did you? Uh, <laughs> I liked your response. My favorite moment of Bo splatling Sammy Brooks. That is one of my all time favorite. No, you said my, my my favorite Carver moment. I said, well, yeah. told him how many times you've been to Carver zero. Yeah. I, I okay. do 
I do want to. Oh, no, you're just one of those I, guys. It's like virtual. You and Pat Minio never come, but always have all the, all the scoop. Listen, I've got NCAA's book. I've got. Uh, I'm just giving book. you a hard time. I've got all the book. All right, let's start at 65 because I feel oh, like this perfect. is perfect. Mar- Marinelli Berge. Um, I'm going to give Marinelli the edge because he obviously earns Stop. it. But but I do think Berge is on the up and up. He's looking really good. Marinelli just took a loss. It's going to be interesting, but I will give the edge to Marinelli. And for an official duel. Well, I mean, I mean, did you watch Sunday's me with Michigan State and Berge? Yes. Okay. So that was a lot different Berge than we've seen. And, and I, I've said this from Jump Street with you, like, I, I, I worry about the kids just making it through the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Listen, anytime you come back it, from an injury like that, it's, I'm just telling you, like, uh, watch the Michigan state match and, and how, I mean, Bergie's a competitor. There's no doubt about it. Right. I don't think we ever saw his true potential. And I think that's what is a Penn state fan. When I say he's on the up and up, it's like, you know, and you know what, obviously what Marinelli's capable of, he's shown us, but I just wouldn't count Bergie out here. I think anybody who's was excited for his full, full potential, that's kind of what they're looking at. Well, he's not there yet. Obviously, he's only oh, I mean, agreed. He's been, he's probably, he's been on campus probably like 10 days, right? So, um, the interesting thing is, did you know that, uh, last year's NCA is Bergie Russell last year, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think he scored three points and Marinelli scored four points at the team. So when you look at team race, yeah. I, I mean, different weights last year. And I have a zinger for you at the end of the show, just kind of on the team race. But um, I mean, I, I think if this is a this is a this is a way that if you're Iowa, like you've got to like you've got to try to get bonus points. Well, and- I'm saying it's gonna happen. I'm I'm not just saying this for the sake of this show in, in the context, but wasn't didn't Penn State and Iowa wrestle head to head and Bergie beat um Caleb Young last year? Let me look it up. I think he uh shout out wrestle stat best. Uh 2021. Yeah, so he beat Caleb Young 3-2, majored Corniglia from Navy and lost to Delvecchia. Yeah, that's a 57 too, right? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, okay. I, I mean, so I'm saying Marinelli decision. Yeah. I'll say Marinelli decision. I mean, it's time for like, for, for me, it's like maybe he'll wrestle better. Not be, being the number one guy that like, this is like, he's going to be like hungry. Yeah. You take it. You maybe, take a loss. I mean, like, there's no do-overs. Yeah. No, this right? is it. This is it. All right. So we're so we're both on Mar- Marinelli, although I wouldn't count Bergie out there. Um, of course, you're not going to count anybody out because if you do, you're going to get cut off any any contacted from, from <laughs> State College. So come on. Um, next one. I got Carter again in the rematch. Stop. And how can you how can you how can you be so certain about that? Well, I think number one. They wrestled head to head. Okay, after, they split, after, right? They split. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Kemmer won Big Tens, I think, and then Carter won an NCAA's. 
when their last match is what I think you go off of, and Carter's looked great, and Kemmer's just getting back. What's he got, like five matches? So you got Carter, who's, you know, well underway. Kemmer, who's just getting back into the swing of things. So you couple that with um, Carter having the last head-to-head win. How do you not pick him? I just think, I think, uh, I think, yeah, Kemmer's probably just coming back. I just, I, Strzok, he looks like he got, t- like, that last minute 30 against uh, Mass on Friday What what was a strain for him. But Carter's never a guy, or not no, never, but. He he usually blows guys out. Like, he's usually, like. Not really. He won that, Look at his. How ass. he won that match. Like, Mass had him in double unders. I can't believe, like, he did, like, didn't try to throw it by or whatever. Didn't he have a close match with somebody else earlier in the year, too? Carter has a ton of close matches. Okay, so I'm going with Kemmer uh, just for that for that black right there. Um, but in and a it's close, not, it's not the NCAA tournament. I know, but in a close match, their last match. And Gil, maybe Gilman's in Russia and can't help him, you know, train to beat Kemmer this time like he did last time, right? Gilman's in state college. She didn't go to Russia, so he's. I knew that. Out. I was being a smartass. Missed the, <laughs> the comment. <laughs> Um, I, I must have missed it because as soon as you said Gilman in Russia, I said, remember last year when Gil, uh, oh, uh yeah. Carter said that Gilman helped him, him beat yeah. Cameron in, in the finals. Gilman's the man. All right. So Aaron Brooks over Abe Assad, that that's probably the easiest prediction of the whole duel. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, you got, I've seen a lot of Penn state people think it's going to be bonus points. Get a no, who, no, I think it's that a close Mel, Mel or whatever from Michigan state. It was zero, zero going third period. Yeah. Well, he just upset um, somebody too a couple of days ago or a couple a week ago. The record guy. Yeah. So he, he's tough. I, I, if this whole duel didn't see a single match with bonus, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I really wouldn't. I don't know what the rest of your predictions look like, but I, I don't really think there's going to be any bonus, but I do think Brooks beats Assad, and I do think this is like, this is probably the easiest pick. This is, I'd say, as big of a separation gap between two guys. I mean, rankings-wise, I think it definitely is. Well, I mean, well, maybe not. I know at 57, you know, they got another, maybe that's what Chenzo was talking to, maybe another newcomer to the Penn State lineup, but... If you look at the regular life, you'd say who who they've had at 57 and Caleb Young should have been the biggest gap, but yeah. Well, Luke Gardner is wrestling 57. So oh, I heard that. You know, I don't he's obviously not we'll, ranked. He's, we'll get to that. That'll be the last way. All right. So I agree. Probably Brooks Brooks by decision. All right. I, I'll say Dean over Warner. I just no, think t- r- riddle me why that. I like Max off a loss. I don't know why something kind of why you can't I can't make a statement. Give me you, you can't listen, make some like I, you can't I just make told statement. You, you can't make a statement like that with like well like that would just listen, sound like I, listen. So, so what's your what's your data point on that? Like give me a loss that he's he's came back from. I think it's a when you go to a different school, number one, I think things are different. I don't always think it's the same when you go from school to school. I didn't follow him nearly as closely when he was at Cornell as I do now. But he has looked so good and the heavyweights that he's training with in that room are just ridiculously good. I think he's the better wrestler. There's there's you going through this lineup. There's a lot of just matchups. 
I just think Max Dean's the better wrestler. I thought he had a really, I think, I think the win against Brucky was a pretty gritty win. You know, it was two takedowns to none, right? With Brucky. And then Dean ended up winning in overtime, wrote him out. D- Dean has that like, gr- so what, like what's, Bru- but what's, what's the, what's the, the, is Brucky a returning all American? He didn't wrestle for Ivy league either. Right. So he was a big prospect. So, so I'm just going to give a common opponent like you talked about. Okay. Warner Warner beat Brocky. Warner beat, I think he beat uh, Michigan State guy at Big Tens as well. I think this is going to be, I think this is a really, this is a He did. He, he beat Caffrey 8-3 last year. Okay. So I think yeah. this is a true, true, true toss-up match. I mean, it, it depends if, um, number one, if, if you can't shoot a single on Max Dean, right? You're going to be in trouble scrambling there. He's really good. On top, um, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wrestle the whole match, and I think that's if you had one knock on on Warner, outside of the uh, Basita match, would be that he's got a lead, you know, in the Minnesota duel and at uh, Ohio State last weekend, and kind of eked it, you know, held on at the end. And if you do that against Dean, it's not gonna be good. No, I I I think this match. But is he is the returning. He is the returning fourth place finisher at the weight. Dean moved up at weight. I think the best thing. That- not maybe not the best, but one of the best things Warner has going for him is that this is in Carver Hawkeye. Like, I think on these closer matches, every match, obviously, the crowd's going to be insane. But I think a guy like Warner can definitely feed off the crowd in a match like this. And if Dean makes mistakes, Warner can but try this to capitalize. Is the, you know, we've seen this happen on both sides, though. It's If you've never experienced it, it's easy to get emotionally engaged into the meet just because, I mean, the hype around... You know, you walk out there, it's nothing like anybody's ever going to see me. It's you can hear through upstairs in the wrestling room. So, yeah, I mean, all these matches are going to have emotions in them. But I mean, Warner's track record, I mean, you can, Dean has a win, win over Brucky. Okay. He's moving up from 84, didn't wrestle last year. Warner's fourth place finisher. I know he has the one loss to the Iowa State guy, but I'm going Warner. Yeah. I mean, that, right. that's, that's kind of, and then, and then listen, before you even, I'll let you do the prelude here, and then I'm just gonna like I'm gonna come with a jackhammer straight over the top, and then you're gonna be like, "Well, go ahead." For heavyweight, go ahead. This is probably the match. Maybe I'm looking forward to the most simply because I can't wait to prove you wrong here. Kirkley, okay. I I called it that he was gonna beat Mason Paris last week. He beat him I, at the trials. Yeah, but folk style freestyle, kind of a different world. There's all takedowns at the trials. Yeah, but I didn't. I wasn't really. Looking I'm just for, listen. I'm going to use your your same rationale for Carter Zeraki. I'm well, going to go on their last. I'm going to go on their last head to head where Cassiopeia won nine to zero. Okay, now let me ask. <laughs> let me ask nine to zero. Oh, okay, let me ask you this now. I I know Kirk very well. He's a Bash Solutions guy. The the bias is obviously there. Knowing him and knowing the story, and for maybe those listening that don't know, last year, a week before Big Tens, a week before, he didn't know if he was going to wrestle. He had a staph infection that was life-threatening, followed up by two blood clots, which kept him from doing any physical activity for months. A week before Big Tens, he gets cleared, comes back for the Maryland duel, and goes out there and gets a couple wins. When that happens, 
and I'm a big last match head by head or head to head guy. If if he wrestled the whole season, I'd probably pick Kirk because I like him and I think he's incredibly talented, but I'd see the argument more. You can't omit that context. You just can't. The guy was out well, with a life threatening. I don't disagree, infection. but then you can't also use the same context that that Kirk's the one that wrestled Gable the closest last year either. So it has to be I, one I or don't. the other. That yeah, that's it has not to be in one my... or the other. You can't say, well, he wrestled the closest. That was great. No, He's I the wouldn't. Threat, and the other side gets beat by Kasiofi. I think that that's you will not hear me reference him last Kirk, year. Kirk, for me, the difference this year's been last year when he shot and he got stuffed. Like, it it was probably a pretty easy. <laughs> in the in the in in the chat over there, I see Chenzo who his video's not working. He's, he said Paris majored Greg last year also. And he said, fellas, do you watch wrestling or just look at no, scores? I'm talking about, just I'm talking about at freestyle. No, freestyle at, at the Olympic trials. Yeah, look at I'm not going by Kirk's results last year. And I you, think Kirk's got better on bottom. Obviously, even the on ones Paris. that even the ones that like go for like the what would help the cause. I'm not going by that either, because I I think. He did wrestle some great matches last year, but I, I'm not saying that's why he's winning this. The he interesting just, thing for me in the match is this: Kirk looks bigger. Cassiopeia's definitely got smaller. So last year, like with when uh, Kirk shot, you know, and that, even against Colton Schultz, that was in, in uh, at nationals watching him. Like he got stuff, and you know, maybe that was probably from his staff, and you know, maybe not being as strong. He definitely looks a lot stronger. Uh, he looks and, filled out. He looks. Cassiopeia's like lost however many pounds. Like I don't know. Yeah. What he weighs. Like that. That that difference going to. I mean. I think it's a. I mean, the only reason I would say it's a toss up on paper right now, is because of the last head to head. Right. If you went just like, looking at the body work. Okay, this versus this. I mean that you can't you can't ignore how bad Paris never gets beat on his feet like that. So and, you, and here's the thing. Kirk held up the whole match. Now, this is the others like Zinger. Kirk could be someone that could get carved, though. I think anybody can get carved. Anybody. Chenzo like, didn't, didn't get carved. <laughs> I, I think anybody can get carved. But, but I'm just saying that's, that that would be the other. I know that, that you know, that, and that's a, a big. Whatever word we're going to say, like. Uh, Slogan, you know, punchline from Iowa, but like you again, you've got Kirk Fleet, he's a junior world champ too, right? Mm -hmm. So you got another two junior world champs going at it too, or junior world and a U23 champ. Heavyweights, heavyweight at, at the top is definitely the the deepest way, yeah, without a doubt. It's stacked up top with the most international. So it, either way, it's going to be a decision, right? Unless, unless Kirk Fleet bench presses Cassiopeia off him. And pins him like the Princeton, Princeton guy did. <laughs> yeah, that match I didn't understand. I um, mean, do, I do think Kirk has bought his mat wrestling is definitely. And again, I don't know how, what the impact it was actual wrestling was his staff, and hats off to him of even just competing. But his mat wrestling, him getting away from Paris like that that quickly, you know, yeah. Cassiope he got rode. Most of his loss last year, he got rode. So, what do you think the score of this match is? I'll say 8-4 Kirk. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be eight, 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 four, six, five. I mean, it's, it, it, it's going to be somewhere in there. All right. So you're saying Kirk, too? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kirk. All right. Thank you. I'm just going to tell. I'm just, just, you know, maybe put a little pressure on big, the big tone. Let's see. We're trying to get somebody who wants. Where's to... Chenzo? He's probably he's probably like in the grass next to a tree right now. We're we're trying to get him connected here. He's he's got to have a backwards in? on it. What's up, Chenzo? Does he have audio? No, he doesn't look like. Yeah, can... if you guys can hear me now, I can. Can you hear us? If y'all can hear me, I can hear you. Dude, look at this. Look at that stash, bro. <laughs> What's what... up, guys? What what a perfect time. So we just gave our prediction. Mm. Both took Kirk over Cass. What do you think? I saw you in the comments. Oh yeah. So I I I just um I was just listening to Dr. Felter's talk about that. <laughs> and uh I didn't say like, dude, I didn't you, say like, Dr. Cassiope's <laughs> a lot smaller than he Cassiope's a lot smaller than he was last year. You can't like expect him to dominate Greg again. Like that's like that's a ridiculous like approach to that. Like I can understand if you think it's going to be a match because I do too. But no, I said that's a factor. But man, that's definitely like you well. You can't also use him. you also can't use that he was sick then and wasn't as strong. I mean, I'm just saying the I size. Didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't did say I? That. <laughs> he, did. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say that. I, all I said was I'm not. I'm throwing out. He wasn't Kirk. sick. He wasn't sick at the time they were wrestling. But I all I'm saying is after Kirk didn't wrestle a full season last year, I'm not counting that head to head in my prediction for what's going to happen because i think that match was more of an anomaly last year when he comes off a staph infection gets back on the mat and he wrestles i'm so let's let's throw like even if you throw if you yeah if you throw all that shit out right and just look at like results and like what greg's done since then you can just be like oh like you know he's kind of turned it up like a a whole nother level um and no he's not really bigger than he was i think he's actually smaller than he was at the national tournament right now no, uh, I was from, saying Cass stuffed him on all Greg's shots. Was oh he did yeah all go behinds. So I'm saying if mm. he's got down thirty pounds, that's yeah. that was the, that was my comment about the weight. He he basically right. stuffed his shots and, and it was all go behinds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it's going to be a lot harder for him to do that now since he doesn't have as much bass. Yeah. So so it's not a ridiculous. That's not a ridiculous comment now, is it? <laughs> I thought no. I I, I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> I thought you were saying that he was going to dominate him again. No, because he was lighter. Uh, no. I was saying the okay. opposite. Okay. All right. I, I got you, bro. All right. We're good. Yeah. All right. Let's All right, cool. let, let's continue to Drake and Drew. I got I got I got Greg, by the way. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about 97? 97. Um hmm, it depends. Dean's good at scrambling from shots, but Warner doesn't shoot. Um That's- yeah. It's gonna be a boring. It's gonna be a boring match unless Max like turns him on top or something like that. I got Max by three to two or something like that. I think it's gonna be probably one takedown match, one one scramble. Fair. Yeah. Do you want to uh, give your the other well, three? He's gonna you pick Penn well? on all of them. You know that. He even put a blue and white sweatshirt on for the call. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing a black and white sweatshirt. Oh. Yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing pink headphones and a black and white sweatshirt. <laughs> the only one wearing blue here, Felter, right, so is you. You don't, you don't you don't watch wrestling and you're colorblind. What yeah. do you mean I don't watch wrestling? <laughs> because I said because I said he beat him at the open. <laughs> oh man. All right. So um what other picks do I need to make? Uh Brooks aside. I don't I don't know how 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 I feel about making picks as a college coach. Yeah, you shouldn't do that probably. That that that's what I'm saying. Like I'm all right, don't I'll, yeah. Uh, 
don't I'll pick the matches that I want to, but the ones I don't want to, I'm not going to. All right, so let's go forward. Drake versus Drew. I'll just listen. I think this match is going to be fantastic. Felters, we were texting yesterday about McKee having wins over both of them. I think Drew's a guy who fourth place at NCAAs. He's right there. Drake, obviously, I like Drake a lot. I'm I'm actually going to pick Drake. Um, it's like this is like complete contrasting styles here. Mm-hmm. Like Hildebrandt is super hard to to score on defensive. He's maybe gonna get maybe gonna get a slide by or post post double and get on top and be and just and hard as hell to get out from. And so, how offensive can Drake be without making mistakes and and getting punished for it, right? And get himself in a hole. I mean, time will tell. I mean, you you probably have to. You have to, how can't you go with Hildebrand though? I mean that that's just looking at rationale. Like, I mean, he just went. You know, it's not a win, but. I was interested to see how they wrestled Suriano, and I thought how they wrestled him is about how you have to wrestle Suriano to beat him. Like you got to make him come to you a little bit and maybe make it a one a one score score match. Um, I think I think uh, Hildebrandt's pretty strong too. He's got pretty good leverage. Yeah, I think this is going to be a multiple takedown match. Um, I think he hasn't got multiple I takedowns, Chenzo, all year. No, I because I not not from Hildebrandt from Ayala, oh. like because I think Ayala is going to open it up and kind of force that action. So we're going to st- like we'll see what happens, but I think it's going to be a multiple takedown match just because of the, the Iowa guy because he he lets it rip, dude. They'll probably start at twenty five. They usually do, right? Like both coaches. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, it'll it'll start at twenty five. I think it's going to be a great match. I I think Drake has the edge being in Carver. Um, I think it's, I do. I think it's going to be interesting, both of them, how they get their emotions in check too, for a big duel like this. Drake at home in Carver, Drew wrestling at Carver. That's for both of them. The maturity of those guys is like the the maturity that some, some of those, like what he's a senior, right? I mean, that you got, he's wrestling last year. He's been under the gun a lot. You know, I remember that match you, Beats uh, Teske last year in the quarters, I think it was. Or, yeah, it was the quarters, you know, yep. came back to the end. It was down like four or five points. So they've been in pressure situations. I think Carver sometimes gets overhyped, especially by us as Iowa fans, try to use it as like a mental edge. But it's like it's as close to rec hall as you can get, like in terms of like, you know, hostile atmosphere. Oh, that was so, kind like, of the, it's, as close to do <laughs> that. It's as close to. <laughs> Except the fans are, it's not, the average age of the fan is not 75. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, uh, I, watched, I was watching Drake wrestle. Actually, I was watching him at Fargo this summer whenever I was out there, whenever I first like, kind of noticed a kid. But then I was watching him at Stuffle. Man, that boy has some good stuff, dude. He's fun to watch. He really is. It goes completely against, like, their Iowa style. Um, well, he, yeah, he's he's. That's why even when he got beat by McKee, they give him a standing O just because mm-hmm. I think I did wrestle too. to the end, right? Yeah, and like I, you know, I think he's gonna get him like by the end of the year. It's hard. It's uh it's I said this, I think I told you this, Bash. He's like, even if you're not an Iowa fan, like he's a kid that you can hate Iowa, or whatever, but he's a kid you can't mm-hmm. not it's one of those kids like you cannot like. Yeah, I like watching him wrestle. Yeah, yeah you I, know where I am. So his likability is through the roof. I, I 
I don't know that many people can root against him. And then, and then you know, the, the Spencer, it's, you know, and I've said this, you know, Spencer's obviously been the face of Iowa for sure. And one, obviously one of the biggest in college wrestling for a period of time. Spencer had surgery on Friday. Greg Ross was McKee. Sunday beats Schroeder. And the next week it's all like, it's kind of like crazy how, you know, the world is kind of like on the next thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, but there's a, he's been, he's been pretty prepared. Like I I would say the thing to his advantage as young as he is, is he's never not wrestled any tournaments. Like he wrestled everywhere. So right. like going and competing, but we'll see. Yeah. He's a match. It's going to be a great match. Next, we have RBY DeSanto. I don't know how anybody can pick DeSanto over RBY at this point. I saw Russell stats, um, whatever model it was that picked him. I mean, I think the RBY holy, the is holy like, grail, the holy grail of college wrestling. I think like three straight wins for Roman over DeSanto. Returning national hey, champ uh, hasn't lost him. Not- do you remember the uh, last time Roman DeSanto wrestled in Carver? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I, I remember the last time they wrestled. I remember the last time they wrestled at Big Tens, though, too. Like, I here, if I was if I was going to say, okay, how does DeSanto have a chance or whatever is, you know, in the Big Tens, Roman got to take down the first 30 seconds, right, or right away. And then, you know, game, like, you better be ready not to score right away, and you can't shoot. So you got to try to you got to try to play the game like Raguson, not saying, you know, Roman was frustrated, but slowed him down a little bit on two and one. And, and mm-hmm. but. I mean, you can shoot on Roman. Said, you just got to pick the loved, shots. I, watching you guys come out of the tunnel, though, Chenzo, you and him, like, it was yeah. in your eyes. Like, you guys ate that environment up, like, it, exciting. It wasn't, like, intimidating. And. Oh no! It's showman's awesome. like, yeah. Don't think he's not excited to go to to go into that place. Like this is, mm-hmm. he's not intimidated. Like it's that's not, not real. Yeah, no. It's like you like. There's just like a few different ways to look at it. Like for sure, with a crowd like that, you can either try to tune it out or you just like eat that shit up and own it. And I think it's more fun to kind of just own it and rock it. You know, like I, like after. Uh, my last match there, like I'm trying to give fans like high fives and stuff, and you know, like obviously they're not, great, they're not down, match, they're yeah. not, they're not down with that. Yeah, it was a sick <laughs> match. Like the whole, the whole event was awesome. Would have been cooler if we would have won, but like you know, it's just like anytime you get into an environment like that, you got to cherish it. And I think, I think a guy like Roman does a really good job with that. Kind of just gets behind like the crowd, even though it's not for him, and it just kind of helps your rally. Yeah, I mean, and and obviously. We've seen the Santo even against guys that haven't been high caliber, like you know, getting stuck with the head stuck in the. I mean, that's 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 you're playing with uh, super high danger there. Like, yeah, if, how's if the, like how's the Santo goes? I mean, I'd say you have to hand fight, keep your hands on him, and maybe mm-hmm. try to get a stall call. Like you're at the game at like that, but to think he's going to get multiple takedowns against him, it's it's. Not dilute. I guess you could say delusional. It's very, very low risk or low uh, probability. I like. I think the best, you know, plan of attack for that dude. And like, this is just me thinking right now. Is like you, you want to honestly in that match, you're taking one or two shots like the entire time. You might take a couple half shots to like make them think that you're shooting, but you're taking one or two real attacks that entire match, and then you're hand fighting the entire. Yeah, you can't, you can't for operate in minutes. space. No, you can't. You can't operate in space. You got to get on his head. You got to get on him and. You shoot, you start chasing him and lunging. You're gonna get, you're gonna, uh, yeah, yeah. You're he's snapping you and running around. 
Like yeah, that's pretty much um, it. It's uh, yeah, gotta be it's real be interesting. Yeah, it's hard to do, man. It's so, a it's a tough out. Felters, what's your official pick for that weight? I mean, how can't you pick RBY? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't think it's gonna be. I mean, I hope it's not by you know injury default again, but no, no one wants to see that. No, right. but but I think you have to be very smart, like gamey, like. Do you evolve? Do you close the gap? Even as, do you give yourself a chance to win the match at the end, right? Like, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to score a takedown. You're not going to win on a stall call against RBY. It's just not going to happen. And because yeah. even as tired as everybody thought he was at Big Tens, when it came down to it, when he spiked him two mats over, if Iowa guy was doing that, they'd want him, you know, put him in jail and shit. I was just saying, he'd be in jail right now. But RBY <laughs> still had that. RBY, yeah, it's true. RBY still had that. Like he wasn't just gonna like let it go at the end. He wasn't that exhausted. He's a lot more mature than he was when they wrestled the first year. Period. Oh, um, it's night and day, dude. Yeah, I agree with that yeah. big time. All right, next we have Nick Lee Ironman. I mean, Nick Lee here is Nick in a wrestle or not? Nick wrestling joke. Nick's, joke. Nick's wrestling. Yeah. Nick's wrestling. And I I pick him over Ironman again. Um. I mean, look at the look at the track record of both of them this year. One guy's been smashing everybody, and the other one's been having one point matches. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a trap match, though. Too, I'm gonna tell you. That scares. That scares me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That scares me. Ironman's gonna be game. He's not gonna wrestle him like he wrestled Justin Simon. He's gonna be game. He's gonna be ready to go. And and the thing that I was like, he does some things that are very obviously very unorthodox. He makes Nick. Like they were in the national finals, he wasn't didn't didn't fall trapped to like getting frustrated. But but Ironman also shot five or six times in the in the first period of the, of the national finals, and which he doesn't usually do, right? So it's gonna no, be he didn't just he didn't just shoot either. He shot from five feet away with his head down every time. Yeah, that's that's gonna get you really tired. Yeah, and try like <laughs> try, to try to get on top, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see because even in some of the matches, this doesn't seem that Ironman's held up as well. He's even last year, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, like, if, but this could be that, a trap. I'm, try, I'm trying, I'm right? trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of it like if I was still in college wrestling, right? Like my body's like hurt, man. Like that's a lot of time to be in season. You know, whenever you get to freestyle, it's a lot different because you cycle your training instead of just grind for a whole season. Like that got to take a toll on your body. He's been doing and, it. And when you're on bottom, you got to get out. They don't blow the whistle and say, okay, back up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless we're in practice and, you know, I just uh, lay there until they let me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, right. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, wrestling on bottom sucks. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a good match. I don't think, I don't think Nick's going to smash him. I mean, as much as, you know, I, I'm not going to say that. Um, but <laughs> I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good yeah, match. Yeah. But, but Ironman. Nick just has to be disciplined. If he, he, mm-hmm. You can slip up one little bit and put your head then inside and get cradled again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think when you have an NCAA finals rematch that went in a sudden victory, it's going to be a great match. Well, you were, you were so certain that Kent Moore was going to get beat. So don't, you don't, you can't say that. I said, you were like, Siraki, no, no, next subject's what you said, basically. No, I said, how can you pick against him when he won their last match? Okay. And Kemmer's just rolling back into the things. I can hire, like, I can 100% see picking Kemmer, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, he's the I most underrated wrestler. I like technically, like that guy, he, he is. Yeah, I, 
I grew up. I know you know him, bro. Like, but his finish rate, he's awesome. He's unbelievable. Yeah. His leg attacks and finishes are very, very, very good. And he's always been like that. I'm I'm not picking I'm not making any picks in these matches or anything. But you, you, well, you I'm just gonna Lee, but sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk. I didn't yeah, I didn't pick Nick Lee. Oh you didn't? No. Oh. All right. I said it's gonna be a bro. So what are we at? What are we at for matches? Because 49, 49, like this is one that unfortunately, like it's gonna be a one score match at the end. That's just how every match goes with Mirren. Yeah, definitely not Bartlett. He doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think last weekend, I think if he beat Sammy last weekend for Mirren's been like I think like mentally gets over the hump, like opens up maybe a little bit more wrestles. Obviously, let like, down. I mean, you can't say he beats. Oh, got beat like the last ten seconds. I didn't watch. Be at the end, he uh, lost two to three against Sasso. Um, I'm all Pac-12 now, boys. Yeah, yeah, you're on a different schedule and everything. So, I mean, I, I think Mirren's definitely the favorite. It just uh, he hasn't. I I'd say that this would be great to get try to try to get bonus points or whatever, but he doesn't bonus point anybody. And Bartley wrestles everybody pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's I, a that's a one takedown match for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I hope no. it's more of an exciting match than it seems like it's going to be on paper. Well, that's going to be the thing. Like, as big as environment's going to be is, you know, how tight do some guys wrestle and how much, like you said, Chenzo, how much you guys, other guys embrace it and just open up. We'll, like we'll your favorite that. Carver, like your favorite moment at Carver Bash. There's nothing better than the whole Carver Hawkeye arena yelling two and then Brooks gets pinned. <laughs> that was well, just tape my- delay when you're watching it from home. My my favorite part of that video too is like you even see Iowa fans like put their hands in the air and stuff after they call the pen. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh shit, no. that was bad. Yeah, yeah that that was uh, me at the Bills games or watching the Bills game Sunday night, like running in circles when Allen gets the touchdown, and then just utter devastation. So that, that match was- though, whenever whenever Bo. Uh, and Sammy Brooks. That was that was an interesting Carver experience right there. I Who? actually I said that was just an interesting Carver experience that whole duel me. I got tired in like 30 seconds. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Was it you bleed? It was uh, Marinelli was bleed like a stuck pig, right? Um, That was a couple years later. Yeah. What, what, what think, match did you get say you get tired in 30 seconds? Oh, I wrestled Joey Gunther my first time at Carver whenever I was a freshman. Joey Gunther. Joey Gunther has more overtime matches than anybody ever in NCAA wrestling. He went to he went to Illinois then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went to he's, Illinois. He's awkward to wrestle. He was um, I don't I, I don't like I'm I'm not trying to call anyone out or anything like that, but Iowa guys are super slippery. I don't know what oh, come on, know. man. <laughs> no, no, I I no, I seriously I I I think it's just been the luck of the draw for me. I'm not I'm not making any accusations. Marinelli doesn't have like any that. hair. Yeah, I think the guys I've just wrestled, they just sweat a lot. Like, that just happens to be it. Because there's no way they're, like, blooming up or anything like that. But, um, no, I think that just happens. They just happen to be sweaty dudes. So, bad, that was your first time at Carver, Joey Gunther? Joey Gunther. I won, like, seven to three. I was exhausted. He's strong. <laughs> tried, he's, he's strong. And, like, I was just, like, trying to finish my shots like a dumbass. I was just, like, trying to, like, run through him with my head down. You know, the old freshman, like, big, get strong. Up, and dude. You were amped up. Something like that, I guess. I don't know. 
that's to think the of the same, match. That's the same meet that Bo pinned him, right? Yeah. That yeah, that was the Bo Brooks match. The place was like you could have heard a mouse shit in that place. <laughs> I, I was I was yelling pretty loud. I was pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Last match, Caleb Young. Um Luke's wrestling in 57. Corby's already like kind of spoiled it. So I'm not spoiling anything here. Um I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't know for sure if he's if, if he's gonna wrestle or not. Like it it'll be him, Terrell or uh Tony probably. Yeah, and they, they one could, of those three guys. It, it could or be even Chili. It could be a last minute decision. So it will be. Um if Luke's wrestling, I'm hundred percent taking him over Caleb. Hundred percent. I'm not even gonna hear an opposing argument. What do you mean? Well, yeah, of course you're not gonna hear <laughs> opposed from Chenzo. Well, I I got nothing. I got nothing, man. So, so I got it five to five in my picks. Penn State five matches, Iowa five matches. That's that's what I had. I got seven three or eight two Penn State. I got eight, seven. Got, like, listen to me. Eight, I got two. I got seven three if I concede Drew to Drake. I, I have ten zero Stanford. Eight eight over, to over two. Both. I have Marinelli, Murrin, and Drake winning. I think Murin. Drew could win if Drew flips that one. It's eight two. I have seven Wait. three conservatively. You say Murrin? Max Muin. <laughs> no. That's my boy, dude. Yeah. I told him. Hey, I told him. I said, "You can't. Every can't time you win, baby. you can't go upstairs and shower and put the chain on and the hat on backwards." He's great. <laughs> He's funny. PA pride, baby. PA pride. Yeah. Young guns. So, so okay, that's a duel. Uh, you got eight two. I don't have it that way, but you know, seven that's seven three straight. or eight two. Seven to three. So for sure, like hundred percent. We said Brooks was probably the most solid pick on all the matches, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what's your second for sure? Uh, RBY over DeSanto. Oh, that's a pretty. Really? Yeah. Okay. Roman's a guy who just like, no matter. Okay. Okay. I can concede those two. Okay. Then then we had the other three. We had the other three that were last meeting was Kirk got beat. Sirachi and and uh, or Siraki, however you say it, and Kemmer, right? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think Kirk and Cassiope is gonna be. It was nine like, to zero last time. He just got back out of not not doing anything physical for two months. Yeah, hey, I, that'll be my one match prediction. I got Greg by five. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I if you're saying if you're saying nine zero after he was out for two months. I mean, it's just like he did nothing for two months. Just, just look at it this way: the way he won the match, he just doesn't have that skill set anymore. Cassiope. That's fair. Like, like he's I think it's gonna be a combination of things. He's gonna get on bottom and not not give up go behinds. Probably, uh, probably, yeah. I guess looking at last weekend, you can say that that yeah. one match, right? Because well, him him with Paris was the same way last year. It was yeah, go behind and couldn't get on bottom. And Schultz, and Schultz, and Schultz. I think Schultz is definitely. I think Schultz is a tough out. I think Schultz is a tough match right now. Heavyweight's freaking. Yeah, crazy. of course you are. But, now you're plugging for you're plugging for RPI for freaking Big Black Twelve. <laughs> I just think Schultz is. See good. how you work, man. It's, it, it's because this guy Eric Thompson's out there in Arizona. That's exactly getting Schultz right. ready. 
But hey, I actually I wrote down my scores who I have. I have I have seven three also. Yeah, I think seven. I'm not telling you which. I'm not telling you which ones, but I have seven three. Maybe six four seven three six four. So last, so okay, so let's go with like these tournament projections. So last year was one twenty nine. So like, what was it? Final score? Actually, wait, no, I, I, cha- I'm, I'm six four. My bad. Not seven three, six four. I'm seven three. And I was five to five. Five this to make, five. This all makes sense for for a bias Iowa fan. Five. It's five. not biased though. No, I, no. Just, I'm he saying. said before we. He said before you started. He's not unbiased with picks. You got to trust him. I I said for an Iowa guy, five five is is a fair. That's calling it down the middle, literally. Five, well, I mean, five. you can see Cameron winning, so that puts your your picks five to five, right, Chinzo? Oh, Chinzo, quit recording like the FBI. <laughs> I keep freezing, so like whenever I freeze, I just kind of sit here and wait and see what happens. Because we yeah. got that Walmart Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, seven seven three is what I got. Um, Chenzo's got seven three, maybe six four, and Felter says five five. So, so I want to talk about the tur- I want to talk about the I want to talk about the tournament though from last year, real quick. So, what was his final score? It was one twenty nine to what? The the dual turn or the no NCAA tournament? I don't remember. Hold on, I'm tell you one second. It was one thirteen and a half. To 129, okay? And Penn State had how many champs? Was it four? four? Yeah. Four, right? Okay. And so last year, uh, Mirren scored two points. Caleb Young scored eight. Marinelli scored four. And uh, Nelson Brand scored one. So add those up. What is that? Two, four, 11 points, okay? And then you okay. got the Spencer effect. Yep. Right. Do you think do you think Marinelli's gonna score more than two points this year? Like, like here's what I don't understand about these projections and things. Like, how, like how does Max Dean just go to second? So everybody just puts him in the like, okay, he has again against a win against Patrick Brucky. Okay. And then loses to Gath and still and goes second in the coach's poll. I don't get that. Wasn't he he didn't wrestle last year? Right. Bergie, listen, Bergie's wrestled three matches. And I know whatever he's, circumstance come back. His significant wins over, I guess, Cam Amin, and he went to like ninth or tenth. There's just some, there's just some things that are ludicrous to me. Listen, to be fair, I the rankings don't make any sense to me on many of the weights because I feel like it's so emotional on where you put someone. Yeah, well, Willie's getting ready to go to Oklahoma State. You can see that in his crystal ball rankings. Like I, and, I haven't looked at them and, yet, but and I did from see Nebraska, and you take a, two shitty losses, you actually go up in rankings versus down. It's just how it goes. Yeah, the, the rankings I just think it's going to be so like, subjective. Listen, obviously, I was taking a big hit with you know. Anytime you take the top top point score out of out of the equation, you know how many points you score last year? Twenty eight. Yeah, but I still think like. If Spencer Lee's going to go down to have Drake as the guy who's going to step in, you can't really ask for much more. Like it's 24 and a half points. So what I'm saying is, is Iowa won by 16 points. Okay. Okay. So you take Spencer's 24, but I'm saying those other five weights only scored nine points. Like I get the head to heads, but 
I think the, a lot of people are, oh, you know, it's it's in the bag for Penn State. Like Penn I don't State's think also, it's in the bag. But- hey, Penn State's also one one of their star injuries away from being out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, every. I think both Iowa and Penn State they are had four champs last year, and they still lost by sixteen. Four champs. Well, Bo Bartlett should have got it. No, no, no. They had four champs. No, I know, but so those can't go up anymore, right? Those four guys. Well, they bon- they get bonus points. They can. Okay, but I mean, from a max of maybe two or three points. Nobody really bonus last year in NCAA's. That was a huge thing. Huge. Like Penn State did not get many bonus points last year. I mean, that's that's a big factor in that. And and <laughs> I was cute. <laughs> and you know, they almost got one taken away from them at thirty three, but. They got a they got a they got a gift at 84 too. Just saying in the finals match. A gift. Yeah. Just it's saying. Called, it's called a great wrestler. Oh, you mean grabbing the carpet? That's not uh, it doesn't count. I, I don't recall. He went on a stall call. I don't recall. I looked that guy up. He used to be on the board of trustees for the Nittany Line Wrestling Club back in 1993. <laughs> he didn't really <laughs> So so it's gonna be a great environment. I don't I don't care if you're a Penn State home or not. Are you gotta be jacked up for the brands? the brands uh, documentary. Afterwards. I'm very excited. It's on big 10 network. So the duels on big 10 network at nine, and then that is going to be on. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I love the teasers. Like when they're back in their high school, <laughs> I love awesome. to see the outtakes of the conversations. Like yeah. here, here's the thing that is like, I seen one today that was posted a couple of days ago, talking about Tom and Terry's career. They want to be the best ever in the world. And you know, when it comes to collegiate wrestling. We were five, five for eight national titles. And, you know, the, that's just not good enough. And like, holy shit. You know what I mean? They it's, were. Uh, they said some raw stuff in there. John Smith, of course. Uh, Is it 30 or 60 minutes? I don't know. But I don't know how they're going to cram it all in there. You know, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be people clinging on a lot of things. Like I thought Kale's. I thought Kale's. Uh, blog they posted this week on in the subject on and rockman is a little bit um fit you know kale's very calculated when he he lets things go as well very calculated so i didn't read that did he put so up a blog brands on? special ball, about the ballpark let's just all if we can agree on one thing you and i okay the one thing that drives traffic and and views and people in the seats is iowa college wrestling can we agree on that Thank you. That is the one thing that you and I can agree on. You and I can agree on that. I I don't know. We we were agreeing on the Kale thing and what he's done. So no, I'm saying, but but Iowa, Iowa does know how to the brand of wrestling in Iowa, regardless. Well, that's why they just got two World Cups, right? I mean, they just got awarded two World Cup hosts. Yeah, but it was when it was at Penn State. Was I mean, what was at Penn State? Did they have the? Did they have the? no. What are they? What they call it? Final X out there? They did have Final X out there. That wasn't a good showing. I'm not a fan of the whole Final X. System, what I'm saying is, done. though, is that what I'm saying is good or bad. And listen, Iowa fans, as great as they are sometimes, is they could, they, we've seen that happen. Once once you're not on that squad anymore, the other way is uh, it creates an environment. I'm just, even for the kids that aren't from Iowa, those kids from Penn State or Oklahoma State go to the ballpark, whatever, they get to experience something like, I didn't know this. 
that the, the actually every seat it's sold out from season tickets. You can't buy a ticket unless you have season tickets. At the bout at the ballpark? No, at Iowa. So every the entire capacity of the arena at Carver Hawkeye is sold out with season tickets. And that's how Penn State is too. Yeah, they got like six thousand, right? I can't remember if I I know Rec and that's only if they got the Rec that's only if they have the stupid that's only if they have that senior citizen Greyhound bus shelling back and forth. <laughs> That's cold blooded, <laughs> but I listen. Iowa does know how to show up for a wrestling event. That I will one hundred percent give you. You, it's a it's a great environment, no matter what side you are. That to experience, maybe I hope you know. I know you have stuff going on this week, but hopefully, hopefully you can get. Out I would have, I would have absolutely loved to be at the, this duel this week. I would have loved to. Are you going? To, are you going to nationals or not? Yeah, it's all booked. God willing, if everything's okay, my son's born healthy, everything's fine, I'll be there. Yeah, that's what's most important, yeah. I don't know, like, you can say that, but you're, like, I've told, I've told you this a lot, you're not gonna, your whole life's gonna, like, you, until, you, until you have it happen. Yeah, I'm not leaving until then. Like, I, I have no travel book for the entire month of February. So that'll probably be the first time, like, I leave town. And that could be a last minute cancellation. Well, listen, make but sure as you, of now, it's all booked. Make sure that you, dis, I know it's hard sometimes. This is me soapbox. Make sure you, when it all happens, goes down, disconnect for a while. And I'll take oh, care of the, the Bash plan. Mania. I'll take care of the Bash Mania social media stuff, you know. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's going to be black and yellow. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty much all I got. You got what else? else? Hey, there's nothing else from college wrestling coming up. Coming up. What's your, what do you, what do you, what's your thoughts on Suriano? I'm over the whole saga. No, not I, the saga. I just mean rest, the wrestling. Yeah, but that's that's part of it, right? This whole saga is drawn out for so long. The mystery, the the mystique of it all. And then it's kind of like he's not that exciting to watch. So once you take out your school potentially getting him or the interest of it, He's not exciting to watch so far this season. I mean, he's only been a couple matches, but like that match with Drew was boring. So if you don't care where he ended up because he ended up in Michigan, okay, great. It's not that exciting to watch. It's not like there's guys like Drake that, I, you know, Drake's a kid who, you know, I go and flow zone. I send a notification. I got to watch when he wrestles. He's fun. Scuffle yeah, was, was I'm awesome. I'm the same with like Keegan O'Toole. A, Keegan O'Toole is another one. As a fan, you want to watch... It, it makes you appreciate and love the sport. Like, correct. Just wait until the end and like, okay, you got one take. Uh, that's. And I don't see that with Soriano right now. I don't see like that excitement. Like, oh, let me, put, let me enable a notification for when he wrestles. And don't, be, don't worry. Don't be wasting those text messages. You got kids coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, good, good luck to you and your wife. Yeah. Due date Saturday. So. What do you mean they think Saturday? Just because she's due on Saturday, or are they going to do no the, her? the due date Saturday? So okay. she's, listen, your first baby, listen, yeah, it's not going to come. For it could weeks. be it could be three more weeks. I, I know. We got an appointment Friday to talk to the doctor about. All right. Well, what the plan is. Hope everything right, goes well. Thank you. Hey, I listen. I hope everything goes well on that front. I don't want to see. Listen, it's supposed to be really. Here's what I'm. One thing I'm worried about. On Friday, it's supposed to be really cold in Iowa City on Friday, so it's probably going to be really bad, slippery driving conditions when all the Penn State tears coming out of Carver with the cold conditions. Be really icy driving. I knew it was going somewhere. 
Listen, <laughs> thank you the, so much. The beautiful thing is if Penn State loses, I sincerely do not care because having a son born triumphs everything. That. But if Penn State wins, it's an added I, thrill. I guess. I mean, you guys are ranked number one. You're supposed to win, right? Yeah, but I feel like how many? Hey, let me ask this quick. I didn't want to ask Chinzo this because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. But how many other janitors ex like how many more guys does Kill have hidden in the janitor closet to maybe pull off for eligibility? Did you listen to the Drew Hildebrandt episode? He's I know he wanted to come. Like, come I, on, listen. That's called media training one on one, and it's good. That that ain't media training. <laughs> like. There's a lot of media training. Hey, listen, I, the thing I can preach about Kale, he wants to win so effing bad that he's going to turn over every rock and possibility till the end. I don't disagree with you, but I think his competitiveness puts that into people's heads more than it maybe is. Stop. I think they, I think people think even more of Kale from a competitive standpoint. They think because he's so competitive, he'll do so much more than he will. I didn't say push. The, I didn't say push the envelope or, or do anything illegal. I just mean no. I know, but I'm saying like options wise, he knew all of his options. Like maybe, like maybe Facundo didn't isn't where he thought they're going to be to maybe like put him in the lineup after after the break. So they that was the Bergy like conversation that happened. You know, I, I can appreciate that he's not he's gonna you're not going to just concede anything. He's going to try to get as many chips on the table as he can. Yeah. I mean, he's a loyalist, so he's loyal to Penn State right now. He wants to be the absolute best coach he can be. So trying to put the best team out there and win championships. He hates to lose, though, too. He likes to win, but he hates to lose. 100%. But I, I think he is somebody who I think sometimes people just kind of coast through different things. And I just don't think he's that guy. If there's an opportunity to make the team a little better. I think he wants it every what single do you, day. What do you mean he thinks he's that guy? I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, um, listen, as, as much NCA uh, violations and overall probation and things that, no, I'm not being funny on this, that they've dealt with as, as an athletics program, like his hands are tied. Like, it's not like they're, they're going to sneak anything through the NCA. Like they're under a microscope everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure there's everybody, you know, shout out to Tom Ryan, you know, crying, you know, seven, the turn <laughs> well, of men. Did, did you want to say crying Tom Ryan? Cause he just said no, Tom didn't. Ryan and then crying and then he took him back. Crying, crying Ryan. <laughs> All right. On that note, I got to go uh, get this. Thing walk live. the dog. Make sure you don't kill any more fish before spring either. Right. I've got two aerator plates in there. We got oxygen. Everything's looking Just good. Just leave the fish alone. The more you mess with that pond. No, everything's fine right now. The pond's frozen over except for the two spots where the where the bubblers are. All right. All right. See ya. See ya. And the beat goes on.